Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. In the latest issue of The Recruiting Life, I wrote an article called, Why Do Women Bully Women at Work? When researching the article, I asked my social media followers to share any testimonies they might have concerning women bullying women at work. And (laughs) be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. I'll share some of the testimonials I received um, after this. The Recruiting Life is a newsletter that gives a quirky view on the world of work and aspires to educate, entertain, and inspire with articles, comics, podcasts, videos, and more. It is produced on a weekly basis by yours truly, Jim Stroud, and is supported by readers like you. Topics in this newsletter include the future of work, current labor trends, the impact of AI on the recruitment industry, and more. Subscribe now and receive it every Monday in your email by going to jimstroud.beehive.com. That URL is jimstroud.beehive.com. A link is in the podcast description. Don't wait. Subscribe now. Operators are standing by. In the latest issue of The Recruiting Life, I researched and solicited testimonials of women who have been bullied by other women in the workplace. And I think I hit a nerve. Here are some unfortunate testimonials that I received privately, anonymously, and a couple that I found online. Okay, this is testimony number one. Women bully other women because of pathological envy and internalized misogyny. This is rampant in HR as I have unfortunately had no choice but to work alongside HR my entire career. Many of the mediocre and low performers in HR tend to be the worst bullies yet they rise through the ranks. When someone has targeted you at work and they are bullying you, what they are really doing is disowning the bad parts of themselves and assigning them to you. Bullies burn themselves in effigy. Best to leave as soon as possible. Not all companies tolerate abuse. Testimony number two. From my experience, I'd say it's their own insecurities and biases. I was in the way of another girl's supposed promotion. She wanted to be promoted to a senior role, but I was hired by upper management, the boss and the creative director, both males, to take that role. She took out her resentment on me and played the victim, which eventually made me the scapegoat. The men from upper management believed her story and went around telling my colleagues false stories. Because of this, I think she was the golden child of the company. Another instance is that a female manager didn't think I had what it took to take up the role because I was the new person to the company, so she too was unpleasant, whereby she would make racist remarks and passive-aggressive responses at me. When I brought it up to management, they said, oh, that's Anna. Just ignore her. 
Testimonial number three will come from someone I am calling anonymous woman number two because I happen to know her personally. Anonymous woman number two, a very confident and provocative HR influencer, shared an account of her early career days with me. When working at a recruitment firm, she dealt with a bona fide female narcissist who lauded praise upon her then gradually undermined her self-confidence and professional reputation in the office. In the end, anonymous woman number two turned the entire floor of workers against her via a series of lies and gaslighting strategies. Whether through happenstance or providence, anonymous woman number two was sent a text intended for someone else and it revealed just how vile her boss's feelings were for her. Anonymous, anonymous woman number two was gobsmacked as, to her knowledge, she had done nothing to solicit such vile commentary. Over time, her co-workers detected the real woman behind the visage and anonymous woman number two was vindicated. Years later, Anonymous woman number two saw her old boss and the old boss turned around and walked off to avoid confrontation. Perhaps the old boss was intimidated by a stronger, more mature, and certainly more outspoken version of anonymous woman number two. Those are just three testimonials. I have several more um, in the latest issue of the Recruiting Life. I'll add a link to it in the podcast description. Um, because <laughs> I really could continue <laughs> to go on with testimonies of this sort. Uh, you know, dealing with bullying from other women at work can be challenging, um, but there are strategies that can help women who are being bullied by other women. And here are some tips for responding to bullying from other women at work uh, that I found online. One tip, which I think is a very important tip, document the bullying. Keep a record of all interactions and any instances of bullying or harassment, no matter how minor they may seem. Those will come in handy should it get to the point of um, legal lawsuits and so forth. Uh, another tip, confront the bully. Politely but firmly assert the right to be treated with respect and make it clear that you won't tolerate any form of bullying or harassment. Third tip, seek support. Talk to a trusted colleague, friend, or family member about what you're experiencing. Mental health is important. Four, report the bully. If the bullying persists, consider reporting it to a supervisor, HR representative, or other authority figure. This is where documenting all the bullying will come in handy. Another tip, take care of yourself. Practice self-care by engaging in activities that make you feel good, such as exercise, meditation, or spending time with loved ones. As I said, mental health is important. And then finally, <laughs> I feel like I'm being a dead horse here, but it's very important to say this. Seek professional help. If the bullying is affecting your mental health, consider seeking professional help from a therapist or a counselor. Again, again, and again, mental health is important. It's important to remember that women responding to bullying from other women at work can be a complex and emotionally charged situation. It's essential to prioritize your well-being and seek support when needed. And that goes for men as well as women.
Well, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you again real soon right here with a brand new episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached by email at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And one last favor, if I may ask, please rate this podcast. Uh, Five stars is preferred, (laughs) but uh, please uh, comment uh, with your honest opinion. I really appreciate that. All right. Okay. Until next time. Bye-bye. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware. When your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.